Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau, and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work Life Wine Time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 71 of the Work Life Wine Time podcast, the podcast for women in business who are looking for connection and the support of other women who are sharing the same journey. Awesome. So it's Story here with you today and I'm ever so excited to present to you our guest speaker and work wife herself, Natalie Moore. Welcome, Natalie. Hello, Dora. Thanks for having me along. I'm so excited to have you on today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am, I guess, first and foremost, a mum to an eight-year-old daughter who is uh, full of sass and spunk, as my um, business partner always says to me. Um, (laughs) Married to my husband for, well, since we were 17, we we were together. Um, And just, you know, regular family, but we're also a household of uh, business owners, and uh, just, you know, constantly navigating navigating business world and, and creating, I guess, the life that we want to live through the work that we do. Amazing. Tell us about what you do. Tell us about your business. Yeah, so I am one half of Own Your Health Collective and we essentially help uh, predominantly women to live their best life. And I say live their best life because whenever we're working one-on-one with women, that is the number one thing that they're always seeking, wanting to be happy in their own skin and just essentially find ways to live their best life. Um, We're both coaches. So uh, my business partner, Lisa, she's uh, very much focused on nutrition Myself, I'm very much focused on, you know, general health and well-being, but in particular, very passionate about mindset and helping people to use their mindset to support themselves in whether it's, you know, their career, their business or their life. We have over the last, say, two years have really changed direction for our business. We formed our business in early 2020. And that was in just the beginning of everything changing here. But what that allowed us to do was really just reflect and say, okay, how do we make a huge impact on supporting women's health and well-being? Because we uh, never wanted to be a tick and a flick option. We wanted to see real sustainable change. And that's where we really morphed into menstrual health, educating women about their menstrual cycles, the phases of their menstrual cycles, and how to use them to live their best life. And then menopause just kept coming up time and time again. And we realized that there's a real gap in education and knowledge and a real gap in, I guess, an appreciation for what what us women go through as well. So we are, yeah, busy educating and supporting women through this phase of life, uh, as well as trying to shift the taboo uh, around this phase in workplaces as well because far too many women are leaving the workforce as a result of symptoms of, let's say, menstruation and and other conditions that come with our uh, reproductive health but also menopause as well. Wow. Is there some statistics around how many women are, are moving out of the workforce? So in the UK, and the UK are about five to ten years ahead of us, and they're saying about one to t- one in ten. Oh wow! The US say one in five women. So oh. that woman with that forty-plus age bracket, uh, because you know we we can enter perimenopause in our early forties, even late thirties, and within that age bracket, forty-plus fifties 
yeah, high, high number of women that are leaving. They're either leaving the workforce or not going for promotions or they're demoting themselves because, you know, the, the sudden change in their confidence and their self-belief and their health has got them thinking that they just can't do do the job that they want to do. I'm really shocked. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, it, it's great that you're doing this work to help help women overcome that. Yeah, thanks, Dora. It is. And it's, it's statistics that a lot of people don't know. And, you know, it's, but as I said, the UK is really setting a precedence for, for us here in Australia and, and it's coming. Uh, there's still a lot of apprehension to talk about true women's health and, and our bodies and our physiology, but it is coming. And, you know, I think if we're really serious about female representation in workplaces, gender equality, diversity, inclusion, this is one of very natural life phases that we need to talk about and, and be aware of. So you were talking earlier about living your best life. What does it look like um, to you? So living best life is really knowing you. So, you know, understanding your body, uh, living in alignment to how you want to live your life. I think first and foremost, you need to understand how is it that you want to live? What do you want to fill your days with? What sort of work do you want to do? Uh, how do you want to show up to the people that are around you that you care for? How do you want to show up for yourself? Um, we actually created a five pillar framework, which we pretty much just say, you know, five five pillars to dot, 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 whatever that is, living your greatest life to your greatest health to your greatest career because we strongly believe that these five pillars are what make up an individual person and when they can support those five pillars, that's then taking them on that path to living their best life. So the, the five pillars are the self and that's the individual, the body, and in particular where that person is in that time you know, what, what are you feeling? What's your biology, your physiology? And that's where a lot of the work we do with women comes in, understanding where are you right now? And then we've got the pillars around the physical, the mental, the emotional and the spiritual health and recognising that we can't just support one in silo to the others. Our physical health flows into our mental health, mental into our emotional, emotional into our spiritual health, and that all ultimately shapes us and determines who we are and how we show up in the world and what we do in the world. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. And that's what I loved about what you said earlier about um, different things, but they complement each other. What are some of, things, some of the ways you help others to live their best life? Yeah, so really tapping into those five pillars and educating people around firstly what each of those five pillars are and how they can culminate into supporting people to live their best life. As coaches, a core part of our work is guiding people to achieve what they want to achieve based on their terms. So as coaches, we'll never sit there and tell them, you must exercise like this or you must eat this or you must do this. Through our coaching, we actually guide people through questioning to really pull out, you know, what is it? You know, what what is your vision? What is it that you want? And more importantly, why is it that you want it? You know, sometimes we can really think about what we want and then get caught up in the how and think, well, I couldn't possibly do that. But when we can come back and actually connect to our why, why is this important to me? that then starts to sort of start to shift our thinking that, you know what, this is really important. This aligns to my values. This aligns to how I want to live and I can do this, you know, and then we start to look through, okay, well, what are the obstacles? What are the things that are getting in your way of you pursuing and living your best life and really focusing on turning them into some goals and, and into some actions? But 
it, it really does start at the basis of that individual. So who you are, I, I use the term a lot or ask the question, what is it that you need right now? And in most cases, we do always know what we need. Sometimes it's buried deep within and we just need to pull it out sometimes. But when you can ask yourself, what is it that you need right now? And it could be, I just need to stop. <laughs> I need to breathe. I need to sleep. I need to drink water, whatever it is, very simple. And, and Lisa and I always talk about simple is best. Um, it just helps you to acknowledge, okay, yeah, this is what I need and this is what I need to focus on because I, I want to live my best life. Yeah, and I love that you talk about alignment, about, you know, the alignment of how you want to live and how you want to be, you know, in the world. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. We don't ever think about it. I think we're just so conditioned. You know, as you go through childhood, you're just so conditioned around what life should look like. Mm. And that you go through school, you go to uni, you go to work, and, you know, it's just Groundhog Day every single day. But when you can actually consciously connect and say, these are my values, this is what is important to me, this is how I want to live, then, okay, how do I how do I make it happen? Yeah, it's funny. I've been having a lot of those conversations lately about, societal norms you know this is what marriage should look like or this is what work should look like and it's like well there there shouldn't be this is what it should look like it's what's right for you because we're all so different you know if you know being married means you know you know being away two days a week because of work or you know it's if you're both comfortable with that then then why not why shouldn't it look like that you know so it's that whole you know yes yeah, society expects things to be a certain way but they don't have to be I think you know breaking those molds is good mm, yeah we get to set our own terms right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um you've been doing quite a bit of work in shifting the mindset about menstruation and, and menopause um phases of life which is you know you mentioned before um what brought you to this work and and you know how, what, how do you help people? Yeah. So I touched on it earlier that 2020 was a bit of a pivotal year in that we formed our business officially, but it also brought so much change in the world and an inability to really work and, and pursue the goals that we were working towards for that year. But it allowed us to just really, and I say personally, tap into our own physiology and our own biology around what we need. So I was heightened in stress obviously with um, homeschooling and working and everything that was going on in the world and had some my own hormonal issues uh, over the period of over the period of time and some changes in my own menstrual cycles at the same time Lisa uh, she uh, is right smack in perimenopause and we just you know used our own experiences and reflected on you know, we're just, as women, we're just not connected to our bodies and we're just not using our bodies to their full potential. I'd spent, you know, my probably my whole 20s on, on the contraceptive pill and had never really tracked my cycle or been aware of just how powerful our um, female bodies are. And so it allowed us to, to use ourselves as guinea pigs a little bit and use our knowledge and our experience and say, okay, what, what is possible for us if we're, if we're doing this work for ourselves? Also, I touched on that part of our ethos is not being a tick and a flick for people. We actually want to see real tangible change. And there's distinct differences between men and women. And particularly as we get older, you know, we're um, both over our 40s and things change and there's differences 
and most distinct change is is women going through perimenopause and menopause and men also going through their own hormonal changes as well and we just don't talk about it so imagine a world where we could all tap into our own physiology and embrace the changes remove the taboos remove the negativity that comes with these changes and actually embrace them for what they are and and continue to thrive and live. Um, when you look at women, women are living 30 to 40 years past that one day of menopause, probably in their early 50s. And it's only through supporting ourselves today and every day after that that we can have that longevity and, and live that long, fulfilling life. Yeah, that's amazing. That's beautiful. No, definitely. I agree. It's definitely a taboo you know topic and um it really should be it's so natural you know for when you know like when you mentioned about men's changes you know and women's you know it's it's natural we should be embracing them i love i love what you ladies are doing it's amazing yeah thank you it's uh it's it's rewarding work and i have to say just this year alone as life sort of returned back to some type of normal you know, things are changing. The tides are definitely shifting, which is really great. We've still got a long way to go, but we're having more conversations. And when we first started, people would just say, oh, it's taboo. I don't know how to bring that up. We're not getting those conversations as much anymore, which thankfully is amazing. That's awesome. What do you hope to create in shifting the mindset around this? Oh, I think it's probably shining through in my conversation, just real genuine appreciation for health and well-being. I think we just can't get away from the fact that our bodies are very powerful and our bodies are always changing. It's, you know, change is the only constant that we really have in life and we have the opportunity to adapt to where we are. And, and we talk a lot about, you know, with women in their 40s and 50s, what you were doing in your 20s and 30s from eating and movement, even mindset work is going to be different today. It, it changes. It's just part of life. But the opportunity to understand and know our body really helps us to not just educate ourselves and support ourselves, but also create that flow and effect to generations coming after us. So I know for me, I've got an eight-year-old daughter, as I said, and I want her to be educated in her body and understand what her body is capable for and and, and love her body and, and use her body for good. Lisa, she's got two sons, and I know on this at the same time, she wants them to be healthy and well, but she also wants them to appreciate what women go through too and, and have that appreciation for women as well, uh, not just in society, but in workplaces too. So yeah, would, would love to just see a real shift and, and highlight just how important health is for women to be able to live, to have their careers and and continue to prosper. And interestingly, before we jumped on, I was just reading a report into women's health and well-being from Monash University. Such a powerful report, but it actually highlights the importance of health for women in careers and in earning the wages that they deserve that if they don't if they don't have good health they can't be in the workforce they're not earning the income that they need or or want and then at the same time they're not getting the um, the health support that they need because they're not earning that income the flow and effect is into the economy 
into them not being able to contribute to life or to the life of others as they would like. So I just love that it highlighted everything, uh, health sits behind everything. Yeah, it makes it makes sense. Um, what's your focus for the rest of the year? Uh, continuing my work in this space and continuing to shift mindsets, not just about menstruation and menopause, but really shift mindsets around health and well-being. And also for me personally, just, you know, continuing that that deep connection to myself and and my purpose and you know trying to live my best life and and living my best life uh for for me and for my family and and filling it up with um you know wonderful experiences i just want to go back to what you were talking about before about you know educating the next generation it's just it's you know like i've been doing my own you know research and reading and, and learning about you know cycles to help not just myself, but my my daughter as well, because she's kind of getting to that age. Um, and it's really nice to hear that, you know, Lisa's doing things to help her boys understand, you know, women as well. I think it's it's so important that, you know, it's not just us women talking about, you know, menopause and menstruation and, and you know, the things that come with it, but that it's, the, you know, the boys and the men having those open conversations in that, understanding and appreciation because you know it's just it's so important as part of our lives it is and we talk a lot that you know it's not it's not a woman's issue it's it's a human issue and I say issue in sort of inverted commas because it's not an issue but it's a topic that everybody needs to be aware of and and you're right and I, I will just add whenever we pitch to workplaces or businesses we do have men in the room and the feedback we get from them is just amazing they just say thank you so much we give them very high level knowledge around perimenopause and menopause but they said you know thank you because I I now know what my wife is going through or I now understand what my mum went through and you've just given me a clearer picture so yeah there's there's great merit and value in yeah in, in spreading that education as far as wide as possible. Yeah, and it's great that you're getting that feedback and they're actually appreciating the information. Like it it really goes to show how, how we're changing over the years. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, so they can check out our website at ownyourhealthco.com.au. We are also on Instagram at ownyourhealthco. And also welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn too, which is just Natalie Moore 22. Fabulous. Okay, brilliant. Can you um, leave us with a final thought or key takeaway after our conversation today? You know, I think probably the message really is about knowing yourself, connecting with yourself, deciding how it is that you want to live and just, you know, and, and just doing that as, as best you can and, and in small steps too, you know, don't don't worry about the go big or go home mentality. Just uh, bring small things into your life that's going to help you live life as you want. Yeah, how, how are some of the ways cells all get to know themselves? if they're stuck in that that busy yeah so you know some of the things I do is meditation and journaling I know some people can be a little bit uh meditation but you know just to even stop and take one breath every day is is really powerful one really intentional breath but also journaling goes a long way and that's probably the simplest thing to begin with that we just pick up a pen 
connect to how you're feeling, you know, just write out, I'm feeling right now and I want to feel this way, you know, just again, setting some intentions, really feelings go a long way to helping you acknowledge where you are and what you're experiencing whilst also helping you to choose the path forward as well. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I do find journaling is, you know, it's, I don't want to say simple, but it is, it's simple but powerful. You know, once I start writing, just the things that come out surprise me. And I, I try not to, you know, judge them or, you know, but just reading back and going, wow, was I really feeling that way? <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it, it really is. And just, you know, I think just not not taking things so seriously too, just, you know, going go with the flow as well. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, brilliant. And that's a wrap. And as always, kick-ass women and fellow workwives, remember you're not alone because collaboration is power and most importantly, we all get it. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, Take care and drink responsibly.